Love, that's the easy part. It's everything else like parenting, business, and our careers that we're still figuring out. We need an outlet, and this is it. I'm Michelle. And I'm Steve. And And you're you're listening listening to Perfect Perfect Lovers and Perfect Parents. What's up, good people? I'm your host, Steve Holmes, and you are listening to Perfect Lovers and Perfect Parents. I'm joined once again by Michelle Holmes, my co-host, and also my wife. Hey, y'all. If you could um, hit the subscribe button on whatever type of uh, platform that you're on, whether it be Google Play, iTunes, uh, Anchor, Stitcher, uh, any whatever you're listening to this podcast on, go ahead and hit the subscribe button. That way you can be alerted when we drop a new episode and you guys can tune in at your convenience. That would be fantastic. We're going to jump right into it. Over the years... A very age-old question. And when I say age-old, I mean like the age of social media, right? Um, is it in a marriage? Is it truly 50-50? And I think this question has been debunked um, quite a few times. But sometimes you just have to go back and reiterate what you would think to be common knowledge. But maybe it's not. And... Um, Maybe help some people along the way. It, it does. <laughs> Maybe help some people uh, to get some understanding about um, how you should look at everything from from a, an output standpoint and what you sh- you know what your ex- expectation should be when it comes to okay my my wife what does she um, you know, what does she contribute? What does the husband co- contribute? And then is there like an actual proportion that each person is, is expected to carry? And I don't know that, um, especially being married for 10 years, right? Like, I don't know that I can say that over the years we have like a, a perfect equation on what you know what we would deem to be equal and i don't think and now i will say when we first got married i used to think that you know all right you know every day you do this 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 and this and i'll do this 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 and this and this and you find out that that's really not a it's not a good way to handle like the day-to-day task and even on the money. Now I know there's some women out there and even some men, but we'll be fair and say there's women that expect the men from a financial standpoint to be like the breadwinner. And there's nothing wrong with the man being a breadwinner. And even in today's time, there's nothing wrong with the woman being the breadwinner, but where it gets a little dicey is when you have a person who they just expect for that person to you know without deviation like they expect that person to always you know either hold down the money or hold down you know maybe something else and i think you have to understand that in order to be like effective and to be you know fair and and really to be healthy 
is to just remove the expectations. And if and if the husband does make the money, okay, cool. And if you a stay at home mom, cool. Like that's just that's just like y'all setup, right? But you don't have to try to compensate and try to you know make up for what you know the 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 husband is making uh, on a job, and then you're trying to equate that to what you do at home and vice versa. Like I don't know that I could ever um, make monetarily what I think my wife is able to put into the family. I don't know that there's a dollar amount for that, right? Like right. I, I was gonna sorry to interrupt, but how do you put a how do you put a number value on what a person contributes like if you're saying 50 50 how do you how does that look how do you divvy up you that i'm yeah. doing 50 percent of what is needed to make this family run smoothly and you're contributing 50 percent and what happens when i become pregnant when i was pregnant with the girls right mm -hmm. and i can't do what i normally would do or um, if someone gets sick or if you you lose your job, like how do you equate that 50 percent to actual you just is you can't and okay. you're, you'll end up you end up becoming unhappy and bitter with each other because you're trying to figure out or be upset that the person's not carrying their load, their 50 percent or whatever. No and it's not, it's, it's not. And I think we had that conversation before where you know we come i'm not going to say our parents but maybe our grandparents and our great-grandparents their generation this whole like the wife was home she was a homemaker or she worked in a in a role but then she would take care of everything to do at home you know and i know my grandmother one of my grandmothers would make sure that food was done she would make sure all the clothes are washed and everybody's linens were hanging out and then iron she was a, a maid for white families but she made sure all the home stuff was handled and then the dad the husband would go and work and bring home the bacon or whatever y'all call it now for vegans i don't know what they call it but bring it home and they work together and that was considered 50-50. But if you actually look at it, especially as a wife nowadays or a mother, there's so much more that goes into being a mom than just the house is clean, the clothes are clean, and dinner's on the table when my husband gets home. What if I get home after you? You know, what if you're in a marriage where the wife is traveling or the wife is away? Are you the husband just gonna wait till your wife get home to put dinner on the table? No, it's not fair. Not fair to her. Yeah. I mean, it's not kids. realistic in today's time. Things yeah. have changed. So you have to be willing to understand that it's not 50 50. It's 100 100, actually. You have to give 100 of your percent yeah. of your all, and your spouse is giving 100 percent of their all. And that may not depending on the day like a hundred percent to me is relative on what you have going on you know on that particular day in that particular moment right because i don't know that if i go let's just hypothetically say right i get up in the morning and and this this is this this is like actually true like i would go and uh when we were living in orlando and we we had our house. And it, when I used to cut my yard myself before I you know got 
bougie and hire a, a, a yard man. But I used to do my own yard work and I enjoyed doing it, but it took such a task and it was such, it was taxing on the body. It's almost to, to the fact where like, when I woke up, I would get up at like eight to cut my yard and I would literally be out there to like one, two o'clock. And by the time I was done cutting the grass, I don't want to do anything. I don't want to cook. I don't want to go in the house and clean nothing. I don't want to go ride nowhere. I don't want to go see no family. I just wanted to sit on, sit in my in my armchair, and take a nap and 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 chill, you know. And probably because I had I had busy Sundays as well, but I knew that a hundred percent of me on a Saturday meant getting out there and putting, you know, four to five six hours in my yard, and that's why I say it's it's relative, right? Because that I used a hundred percent of my effort and my time that morning. So later on in the night, it's like, babe, you got it. Like you got to, you need to, you know, you got to get in the kitchen. You got to figure out dinner tonight. Whatever it is, cool. You know, I'm I'm kind of gassed right now. And although my hundred percent was only six hours of the day, you know, she understood that. Okay, he tired and i need to i need to go in here and make sure we you know we got dinner straight we got lunch straight and i go take care of what, what little errands so you cover you cover each other and you fill the void but being married is about that compromise and the give and take and the understanding that where you might come up short today mm -hmm. i'm gonna cover and fill that void and where i may come up short tomorrow is when you take vows, you know, you talk about being sick and in health and in death, you know, yeah. to the, but there's a lot of in between that's not in the vows, right? Oh, and gray area, yeah. It's not, I mean, it is what if you, okay, so I guess we didn't preface this and say we're speaking from the standpoint of a godly marriage. So in a godly marriage, we're talking about 100, 100, okay? So if you're not, then we're not to offend you or but this may not this message may not be for you or you may not totally agree or understand where we're coming from but in a godly marriage and we're not talking about what abuse or you know things that are harmful to each person but you should be able to give a hundred percent and the person give a hundred percent and if you fall short i got you yep. and if i fall short i know you got me and and that's gonna change and it's it's almost where we got to a point where we tried to have a schedule like okay you know certain days i tried to you know babe can you just pick one day you gonna cook dinner help me out one day one day you want to do hamburger helper one day please and that may or may not work for you you know a schedule but over time we learned um it, 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 it didn't come easy but we had to have conversation and say look I need help. And I was telling a friend this the other day. Sometimes you have to let your spouse know, listen, I'm drowning. I can't do all of what you expect me to do. And maybe it was my expectations, you know, as a wife that I was going to be able to get the kids from school, get them home, help them with homework, get them fed, get them bathed, get the lunches ready, get them in bed, spread my legs lay with my husband like i can't that, it's just not it's just not gonna happen that way every day nope. and i had to be honest with myself and say steve listen i need help and you know he's sitting over there this is early on he playing the playstation what what what's up what you need babe 
Honey, I'm in here. I can't. Y'all understand, but y'all y'all have to understand my wife too. My wife is a bit of an overachiever. Oh, the girls have to eat. Yeah, but my wife she's a bit of an overachiever, and and she would try to do you know a thousand things. And I'm like, I'm just like, well, all right, you gonna you gonna try to cook and do this and do that and do that and do that. All right, well, shoot, I got. I'm trying to get my I'm trying to get my my rating up on 2K. So I'm about to sit down on this game and see what's up, but. That over didn't the last years, long. it did because what's funny is like even now, like I like I would love to just have you know two or three hours of interrupted time on my PlayStation, but even now today, like I would feel so guilty spending two or three hours at my PlayStation because I know I don't even have that kind of time because you know we're both you know we both got our our aspirations and stuff like that, but back in the day it was nothing for me to sit sit come come home from work. And I'm sitting there playing NCAA football for like until she done cooking dinner, <laughs> yep. you know. And then we she done cooking dinner. And then I cut the game off. Then we sit there and eat. And then you know I would I would do my you know I would do my thing. And I would start to get the girls ready for bath. Wait, baths. let's back up. Let's be honest with the people. No, that's not how it started. I didn't we, say that how it started. Oh, I'm saying I was no, say, no, no, when no. it started, we had one child, and I was like. Do I would come home? I would do the dinner, I get the lunches, yeah, yeah. homework, bath learn, time, wash the dishes. I'm like, come on, dude. I but had to learn. That comes. That's what I'm saying. Wives, you have to communicate, and husbands, you have to be understanding and know that times have changed. So, if you are, if you are working a whole lot, there's still things that have to happen that make the home life flow. And yeah. if you have children, like, that's not really fair for one parent to have to do everything. You have to balance and think it through and say, okay, where can I be helpful and of assistance to make things flow as best as they can um, in our marriage? Because it's not 50-50. It's 100-100. So, we were, um, you know, we... We generally in in our morning, um, like our morning prayer time, and you know, we read our Bible and we, we read Bible plans on about. Look, married couples, they got some really great, and I don't know if this is a tip or a trick or a hack or whatever, but I'm telling y'all, it's, it's really helped us out. We we get up and we may not do it every single morning, but most mornings we'll try to get up and we'll read, you know, just the bible plans that they have in the bible app because they have some really good stuff and this morning um we read this really 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 like well we've been reading for five it's, it's a five day plan and we were reading it this morning and it kind of talked about um how you like you have to be like married couples aren't supposed to although you're 50 you know you're 100 100 like you're not supposed to like turn in to like clones of each other. Robot, and, we yeah, robot. <laughs> yeah, like, and being like just agreeable to every single thing that my wife says or every single thing that my husband or, or that her husband says. Right, that's not what marriage is supposed to be. You're supposed to be equal, but also individual. Being yeah. able to think for yourself and not thinking. On behalf of your husband or your wife, because Wait, that's not but really you healthy. Think, like, okay, so that's you think with them in mind. You think with you all in mind, but you still think for yourself. 
And and in this plan that we were reading, it I mean, one of the things that stuck out is about unity, right? You're unified, but you still have God created you unique. So you have your uniqueness and your spouse has theirs. But in your when you become unified, you don't lose that. You shouldn't lose that. You still are your own person in the relationship. So for an example, like Steve and I have, and we were talking about this, it's crazy because while we have a lot of things in common and we like a lot of the same things, we both are individuals. Like there's certain music I like and there's certain music he likes and you know, there's certain teams he likes and I like. I like winning, well, anyways, um, winning basketball teams. But, <laughs> and then we have things that we just totally different on, you know? So it's okay. And you don't have to put up a front like you walking around as if me and my husband are, we're exactly the same and we like the same things and we are one. Yeah, and to me, that's like, that's like being ultra 100, 100, where it's almost like fake. Because you like to me the the whole hundred a hundred thing means you're giving both you are giving a hundred percent effort, and what you don't want to do is in the midst of giving a hundred a hundred a hundred um, effort is you again you you start to take on the personality of your spouse and, and y'all start thinking like and you you know you you become unified but you also become unified in thought and i don't think that's healthy for any marriage so that to me is like the the opposite end right you have one side where you know you got the whole 50 50 thing or maybe you have you know, maybe in some marriages, it's like, you know, 80, 20 or 70, 30 or something like that, where you got one person holding on to more of the weight than the other person. But then you also uh, conversely can have have it where both the people are almost stubbornly like, you know, 100, 100, 100. And, and it's like everything is so perfect and everything is too in sync. And I just don't believe in that. And I'm not saying two people can't like match up on the majority of the things they think about and morals and ethics and the way to raise kids and and how many times a week you're gonna have sex and you know what time you're gonna eat dinner and, and what you're gonna wear what you, like and how I'm, we gonna move, yeah, what I'm, we gonna think and how we gonna talk. All right. I'm <laughs> not saying that those couples don't exist because they exist. They exist. They are out there. But They're what I'm saying weird. is no. right. <laughs> But I'm just saying that that to me is just as bad mm -hmm. as being 70, 30 or 80, 20 or something like that. I think you've got to both be at 100, 100, but you still have to maintain your individual individuality between each person. Yeah, because God created us to be unique. And when we when we join together, we should be stronger for it. He didn't merge. Like we're not merging together to become one in this bubble. And we just gonna move around in this bubble as one. Like we're supposed to be joined together to glorify him, right? And we don't have to be thinking and acting and doing exactly the same. Our marriage, a healthy marriage should glorify God, but we should still be able to maintain our uniqueness. Exactly. And I and I also think that even like the, like with the differences, I think when and even in the Bible when they say to become one, I believe that even in that oneness, you know, you have two 
diametrically opposite people that end up becoming one like that that doesn't mean that both of those things like like they all merge and become one you know succinct thought i think i think the i think the things that i lack as a person you can fill the void on that and then where you lack as a person i can feel the void on that to me that's where you become one mm-hmm. that's where like now like y'all can jive yeah because, like a puzzle like you piece it together yeah everything pieces together what yep. this in the bible plan that we were reading one of the, the lines that stuck out the most is it said it asked what is unity like sometimes you you miss that and it said many people think that unity means the same like your sameness but unity is not uniformity it doesn't mean being just like your spouse okay so i we balance each other and you should balance each other and when you give into the marriage or you give into your relationship your household that should also balance so i challenge couples to make a list write it down see what your strengths are and then your spouse strengths and or weaknesses and see where you can help fill the void and balance out your household, balance out your relationship. If you're in it to stay in it, if you're trying to keep it going, there comes a point where you have to have that conversation. And I'm just going to be honest there. Like I could early on, I would, I would bite my tongue because I didn't want to say something that I couldn't take back. And those who know me from growing up know, I, I mean, I have a real slick mouth. I could have... Slick, y'all. <laughs> but I learned, okay, I don't want to use my tongue as a dagger and slice my husband up to where I can't take that back, right? I could tear you all the way down real quick, but I, then how do I help build you back up? So I'd rather just keep my mouth closed. Well, in doing that... I'm tearing myself up on the inside because I'm not being true to who I am by expressing myself or having my thoughts heard by you. And I'm also assuming that you are not able to handle what I feel or what I'm thinking, right? Like if I keep it bundled up in me, I'm assuming that you're not strong enough or whatever. Like you're not able to take what I'm saying and be able to digest it, which that's not fair either because you're an adult and you can think and you can communicate right so I learned early on that I, I couldn't because I would get upset and Steve would be like what's wrong and I just not be talking nothing and he knows for me not to talk something's wrong and I'm up here upset with how things are flowing in the house or not flowing or whatever and I'm doing all of this and doing this and he's doing this and we're not in sync but instead of me just having a conversation and saying, listen, honey, this not working or this could be better. We could be better. We could better use our time. I would rather just walk around and bear the weight. And that's that was eating me up. He didn't know. He just knew something was wrong. He didn't really know what was wrong. But it took time for me to understand, OK, if I explain it, he could understand it a little better. We could work through it a little better and it'll ultimately help me versus me bearing the weight of not expressing myself. So that's why I say I challenge you all to write it down or at least communicate about it. You know, have those conversations and give your spouse credit. You married them for a reason. So give them credit. They, They probably can handle what you're trying to convey to them if you just try. 
Yeah, I mean, what and what does it what does it say about you when you um, you know when you're married to somebody for for so many years and you can't talk to them anymore about ba- like basic run of the mill day to day house operational stuff? Like, what does it what does it say about your marriage and y'all can't talk about the basic stuff? Washing the dishes, you know, getting the kids down to bed when you can't talk about that kind of stuff. Then God forbid something really happened, and y'all really gotta have a talk because y'all can't talk about you know the basics. Then you, I mean, talking about the complicated stuff, the stuff that that could really wreck your marriage. You know, it's gonna be impossible to try to get to get through it. And what I believe between a couple, uh, and I think you know while Michelle was talking, like it kind of came to me. It's like you have to. You have to basically understand that when you're not aligned, when you're when you're not perfectly aligned with your wife, or you're not perfectly aligned with your husband, I don't think that is a that's not necessarily indicative of like like two people being incompatible. It could be just just from communication or lack of communication, right? Just because you're not talking to each other and you're not saying what you what needs to be said and one person feels like again they're doing so much more than the other person, but you haven't said anything about it. So it just kind of goes into the cycle and you pin it up and you don't say anything and it blows up and now you pissed off because, you know, he not cooking you know, a night a week or whatever it is. He's not helping doing, you know, he's not helping or she's not helping do their fair share of things. And it can boil over so fast because you don't talk about it and you don't you don't really set the expectation with that person. And that doesn't mean that every day like it's gonna be the same exact thing or the same run because again if you're if both if if both of you are going a hundred a hundred if it's both a hundred a hundred some nights wifey's gonna cook and she's gonna be doing her thing and she's gonna crush in the kitchen she's gonna be feeling it and she may not need your help like she may be like get out my way i got it you go chill go do your thing and then some nights it may be like can you come in here and help me or can you at least make sure this is done this is done and that's just what it is that doesn't mean like she's not being able to hold her weight it's just this this particular Every day, day it changes it changes and i was gonna say um and i can say you know i don't know if we've mentioned this but most people go through marriage counseling leading up to if they you know if they're in a church and the pastor requires it they go through marriage counseling before they get married and my biggest suggestion, and I think you would agree, is that you should continue with counseling or at least do it again in your marriage because yeah. it's helpful more so, I think, when you're in it <laughs> than when you're going. Because they could tell you all of this going into it's cr- it. You know, I never understood. I mean, and again, this is after 10 years of marriage. Well, I think they give you things to think about they and do. exercises and all this, you know, these tasks and assignments. But it's almost like me being an intern, like to be a teacher, you're, you're interning to be a teacher. There's nothing like, and I can read about being a teacher and read about edu- elementary education all day, but being in it <laughs> is totally different. If you ask me to write a book right now, my book is going to be different than it would be 10 years ago starting out, right? So ladies, gentlemen, I just, when you communicate, one thing we learned in counseling 
is things are better received and they come out better when you're connected. So it's one of my favorite things to do because I can say it and it can slice Steve right on up, but I can't say it the same way when I'm holding his hand and we're knee to knee and I look him in the eye. So if it's something that's bothering you and you really need to talk about it, connect with your partner, hold her hand, you know, put your knees touching and look each other in the face. And I promise whatever you have to say is going to come across a little bit sweeter. Because that's what they said. I needed to add a little honey to what I was saying. So it comes out a little bit better when you say it that way. Connect with your partner and look them in the face. I hope it works for you. And it's not 50. To answer the question, no. no. There's no such thing. I, and again, I don't even think it's even 100 100. Because I think some days... You give a hundred and some days I don't, but may, it might just be circumstantial mm-hmm. and it's vice versa. Some days where like you might be a hundred percent into the, your cake thing, mm-hmm. which technically, you know, when you're doing your cake things, like she can but be. But I've gotten better. I'll you, stop. No, what, what I'm saying is like, like sometimes you almost have to focus a hundred percent on the cake that you're making. You can't, you can't be worrying about how the house look. You can't be worrying about what the kids doing. You can't be worrying about what we eating for lunch or for, for dinner because you have to be a hundred percent focused on the matter at hand, your cake. And that's okay. Like I get it. Like I'm like, all right. So that means. And that's not I, an everyday thing. And it's not an everyday thing, right. but on this on these particular days when I know she got a couple cakes and a couple days, I know I already know I gotta step up. I'm gonna have to do a little bit more than I normally do, and that's just what it is. But again, that's just what a hundred a hundred is about. That's what the compromise is about. That's so what. Understand fifty fifty is not real it's that's not, not real. real life and if you live in your life going tit for tat you do this and i'll do you're that doing yourself then yourself and you're y'all just, a y'all are losers yep. if you're doing don't that don't say they lose they may not know well now you know and if yeah, you're doing it do after it. you hear this podcast stop. and you're a loser you need to stop doing that yeah you need to stop it's not it's not becoming of anybody to to, to have a tit for tat marriage nope. by financially uh, day-to-day you know kitchen home cleaning oh, we didn't kids even stuff talk about the bank accounts the 50 50 you got the that joint but, account business but we listen, didn't even talk about that but but he, you should already know where we stand if you listen to this episode you know like it's not all right so let's we're going to extend it because this- <laughs> a couple of minutes because i think people need to know this right because i think i it always comes from money like that's mm-hmm. where the whole 50 50 thing comes in and like if, if if one if one person makes all the money then they the, think that that's the major thing but that may not be there's more to money than making your relationship run and if there's children more to marriage more to marriage sorry yeah. about that yes because i mean i tried being a stay-at-home mom for like the first month of being here and it's hard and i felt like i felt like when steve got home i should be paid i feel like where is my money (laughs) because keeping savannah all day and feeding her every hour because she's hungry every hour and cleaning up and washing the dishes and clothes like that's a full task and if you have a wife that is staying home man she working like that's a that's work that's it's work. work yeah but the and money it should not be discounted but the money thing right um and it's like the whole bank accounts like we like i don't have like so i i'll tell you how me and michelle do it and this is how all the couples that are ex- experienced that know like that 
at least who I've talked to, this is how they do it. And it's a, it's, it's, a, it's a couple of different variations, right? You got you got the couples that say, okay, we put everything into one pot. We put everything into, into one pot, and then we talk about everything that comes out, right? That's one variation, which... Or you have, is, like, automatic bills or... No, like but I'm, I'm, I'm getting there, too. Yeah. But, it, but, but, mo- but there's some couples, they got one bank account. That's it. Mm-hmm. Everything goes in that bank account. Regardless if I make a hundred thousand or if I make twenty thousand, once it hits the bank account, it's ours. Right. Right. And then you have I say the, the newer couples, and it's kind of how we do. We have our main account, we got our bill our, our bill account. And it wasn't always like this. Like it took us to learning and each other. That's the calibration stuff that we talked in the last episode, right? But we got our main account, and then both of us have our separate accounts where we have our, you know, if she's doing her cakes, our business, and that money generally doesn't. It doesn't mix with the main it, account. Yeah, it doesn't. We don't cohabitate the, the, the cake and business money with the bill money. And, and, and same thing with me. And there's our personal account. So if she want to go get her hair done or if she got to go buy cakes, cake supplies or if she want to do this, do that. I don't question. I can't say nothing about it because that's the money that she spent time making and she did it on her own. So I don't touch it. But we also have our main account where we know a certain amount of For money. both of our jobs the both goes of our into the main gotta account. Got to go into the main account to cover the bills. Mm-hmm. And But regardless of, of any of that, right, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, if you marry, it's all coming from the same household. Exactly. I don't care if you got 30 bank accounts. It's all coming mm-hmm. from the same place so the couple that's out there fighting that i put 50 in and you put yeah. 70 no in. man that's, it doesn't matter no no that's that's it, just i think we've been at a restaurant and they'll say you know what the bill is and i pull out my card and the waiter look crazy i'm like dog you have no idea it's coming from, it's the, coming same from the same it account it doesn't matter she who pulls the out the card it's yeah. the same it's a joint account i just think that's funny that people are married acting like college Okay, if you at a certain point, yep. you have to function as a married couple. If you marry, this is the, this is one of those one times where I think it benefits you. And again, I'm I'm talking from people on our level. If you a millionaire and y'all got prenups and all of this stuff, I ain't talking to you because that's a whole different discussion. No, because Steve only had a green Honda when I met him on, with hey. double exhaust and yep. it sounded like a race car, and that was all he had. So yep. no prenup here. I'm just saying, I'm still broke. <laughs> Don't say that. I'm just saying, but no, but. It's just like you can't you can't go into it and counting every every dime and penny that y'all spend and this was man I I made this much money when you went out and spent this much money that was six hundred my my dollars no bro that well, was six hundred a year no that's a conversation but, about, oh, of course yeah of course you putting all the money if the money's coming in and then it's going out and y'all haven't agreed upon that's a whole nother conversation we discuss everything that goes in and out yep. before we do it so. Yep. Because that would not be fair to your spouse if they're working hard and money's going in and then you just going to, you know, swipe, 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 and it's going out. Now we have a whole different issue, but yeah, oh, that's and, not. <laughs> and they say 75% of divorces, they end because of finances. So finance is important. 
important. So y'all got to talk about it. Just like you talk about everything else, you got to talk about your finances and you got to have a plan. And expectations. Set expectations. And goals. Yep. 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 So we're about five minutes over our, well, almost six now over our normal time. That's typically, I like to keep it right at about 30 minutes. So we're going to put a pin in it right there. And um, again, if you haven't subscribed to the Perfect Lovers and Perfect Parents podcast, please do so um that way you guys can be notified we are also on facebook instagram and we're just looking for you guys to help us continue the conversation offline so if you have a question a comment if you have a topic that you'd like for us to touch on shoot us a dm comment on one of our posts make sure you tell people to follow us on our on our pages and uh you know we'll be grateful for that we're gonna end it right here i thank you guys for listening i'm steve holmes of joined with Michelle Holmes, my wife, my co-host, my sidekick, my ace boom coon. Yo, boo. My boo, my Yo, boo babe. thing. And Yo, we're going to see y'all. Mama. Huh? <laughs> Girl. That's it, y'all. Thank y'all for tuning in. It's been good. I hope you learned something. All right, we'll see y'all next week. Bye. Peace.